0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Men Who Talk Through Movies. I'm your host, Jess Jeb, and we're going to talk through another fantastic movie. And with me are another, are a few other, (laughs) sorry, on the video aspect of this, I'm seeing Steven's reaction. who wasn't expecting that. I (laughs) asked him to do
1: this. I can't believe it.
0: But uh, yes, along with me are a few other gentlemen who like talking through movies almost as much as I do. My co-host, Steven. Say hello. I hate this. And with me is my favorite Australian, Josh. Also say hello. G'day, 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 mates. And last but certainly not least is one of my favorite Narnia characters, Prince Caspian. Hey. my gosh, it's really him.
2: It's me. I've, I've arrived. I showed up. I came through the wardrobe personally. So today
0: we are going to be watching one of my personal favorites and childhood favorites and probably my second favorite 2D animated movie, The Prince of Egypt. You can watch it on YouTube by renting it for only $3 or $4 if you want HD, or you can go ahead and just find it on Peacock. And for those watching on Peacock, we are starting at the 27 second mark because it decided to be weird and have a universal opening. So without further ado, let's talk through a movie. Starting in three, two, one. Ah yes, the traditional DreamWorks opening. Never Before asking Jeb it.
1: to do anything again.
2: That's a good t- one. <laughs> you,
0: you asked me to do it, and I brought my own flair.
3: So, uh, so I'm watching. I loved
2: two. it personally.
3: Thanks. on. It is a DreamWorks
2: open.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. DreamWorks. So that's oh, right. I, I hate to interrupt with all this starting talking, but I have to point out this right here. The motion picture you were about to see is an adaptive of the Exodus story. I and any biblical story adapted, I've never seen this anymore. And I did research today with two current. Yeah biblical stories one being noah from 2014 with russell mm. crowe and the other being exodus gods and kings with christian bale did not have that
2: so i and really- an interesting thing about this too is it states verbatim at that bottom line that this story of moses can be found in the book of exodus yeah you don't see that the actual yeah. liturgical reference yeah I
1: think it was a second dreamworks movie right Correct, because their first mm-hmm. one was Ants. And they, yep. the oh, wow. they, oh,
3: they knocked it out of the park. Oh, gosh. I thought you were going to say they knocked
1: it out of the park. We're sorry, ants. not Trumpet.
3: Like, what movie were you watching?
1: <laughs> I didn't, because I knew.
0: Uh, I you know, don't is... normally like Watch Mojo, but I mm-hmm. watched a Watch Mojo that said Top 10 Best Animated Openings, and this one was number one. So I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, Watch Mojo? Yeah, yeah you yeah, you, that's you the did okay content for that it.
3: they
2: ever
1: released and they
3: never
0: gained released some
2: favor with it. me yep
1: Oh heck I forgot my notebook ah <sighs> it's okay I left Jeb in charge Yeah you did Mud <laughs> <laughs> but...
2: That trumpet opening though just hearing that ooh that's so good
0: Yeah it's great like you can you we played this in band and like mm. I love Dr. Tyndall so much that he let me be able to play like the chorus like, yeah. you know, the opening chorus and whatnot, and ah, oh, mm-hmm. it was so good. Because it wasn't in my saxophone part. So he gave me mm-hmm. the piece of music, and he was like, because I know you really want to, Jeb. Mm-hmm. Here you go. And I'm like, Doc,
2: I love you. That's wow. awesome. What a, what a good man. A good man. Yeah, Dr. Tyndall's the best.
3: My sweat
0: on my brow. I love this movie. Like, we're not even – we're not even – Tooth bitten it's in, and i already freaking out about it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry.
2: And for yeah. for a 2D movie to have the level of cinematography and and right? score composition for it, it's 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 insane. Yeah, I just
0: love this movie. Um, mm-hmm. so growing up, this used to be one of my favorites. To which I had I had my own language mm. whenever I was talking. I couldn't speak well until I was four years old, apparently. And anytime I wanted to tell my babysitter I wanted to watch this movie, I said, and I quote, I want to watch Et Detta's. (laughs) Etta, Etta. It was Etta, Etta. I want to watch Etta, Etta. Why was this Etta, Etta Etta, when I was three years old? Who knows? Because apparently it was easier to say than Prince of Egypt.
3: Prince of
2: Egypt. It's just one syllable repeated.
0: Yep. Yeah, there
3: you go. I thought you were going to say when I was a kid, whenever I wanted to watch this, I would say,
0: deliver us. <laughs> no, but now I might start doing that. Yeah. When I was four,
2: anytime I wanted to watch this, I'd just start playing the trumpet opener. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. That, that's just that's a flex that nobody needed because now we all thought yeah. about ourselves. <laughs> it's okay. I still can't play trumpet because I'm a saxophone player myself.
2: Hey, saxophone is great, also, too.
3: Also unnecessary to add. Jokes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm super happy of all of your personal accomplishments.
2: This is the part where
1: Josh starts pandering because he feels guilty. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah.
0: No need to pander, Josh. It's okay. All
3: right. Okay. Take my- Unless wow. you really want
0: to, I'm not going to say no to pandering. <laughs>
3: oh, gosh.
2: There's not as much of an appreciation for hand-drawn hand-painted backdrops and 2d panels and movies anymore and this movie has so much of it that's so just stunningly gorgeous yeah like it never feels out of place either you feel like you're in egypt and it's the work they did on this movie was just they put way too much work into this movie for it to be just a dreamworks movie
0: yeah they didn't have to go this hard. And they were like, no. you know what? It's our second movie. We're not mm-hmm. going to last. Bada bing, bada
2: boom. <laughs> they were like, oh. Cut to 30 years later. Come <laughs> on, guys. We made
1: <laughs> ants.
0: Obviously,
2: this is
1: going to be a short lived thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. How do you
3: go from ants to this? You care. Uh,
2: yeah. Somebody cared. Somebody but, cared. And yeah.
0: then they went from this to Shrek.
2: But then they uh-huh. had Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron in between those two. I, or I think, I don't know actually which one came first now that I think about it. That, I'm you not gotta a have a
0: filler. You gotta have a filler. Mm. You gotta have a filler. They did try a direct-to-DVD sequel of this, which mm. was not a sequel. It was a prequel.
1: Oh, yeah. The uh, the Joseph King of Dreams, right? Yep. Yeah.
0: And is it on this same level? <laughs> of course yep. not. But on its own, right, it's still a good movie on its, on its own. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
3: it, it, is, it is good. It's not as good as this one, but... Yeah. Dreamworks, that's hilarious. I like love the cinematography in this movie.
2: Mm-hmm. It's so good.
1: We're
3: okay. not,
0: we're not right. even five minutes, okay. and I'm yep. freaking out!
1: Here's the thing. Okay, this right here is beautiful, right? And to bounce off of your point, Caspian, mm. when they do this hand-drawn stuff, it's always better.
2: Yeah, yep. Like always yep, when they do like
1: even like a little bit of hand drawn versus mm-hmm. like completely CGI, the hand drawn's always better. Yeah. Yep. Now that being said, this scene I can't take seriously. It's just too over the top. <laughs> you guys hear the do <laughs> you guys hear the uh, the joke of uh, the three guys who went golfing?
2: Mm mm.
1: Alright, nope. so three guys go golfing. And the first guy steps up, and he, you know, he, he he hits it, drives it up into the air, and it lands right in the middle of the pond. Well, it turns out that this guy is Moses, and so he just walks over, and he parts the pond in half, and then he goes, and he puts the ball out of the pond. Second guy comes up, does the same thing, except this time, the ball goes, and it starts to hover over the pond. Guess what? It's Jesus. Jesus is playing with Moses, and so
2: <laughs> Jesus walks yeah. over
1: mm-hmm. to the pond... Okay, And he just walks across the water and then puts mm-hmm. it from the water onto the green. Okay. Now, that, la- that last scene, the Moses in the basket scene, makes me think of this part. Third guy walks up, hits the ball, and it goes to the same place except the fish jumps out of the water, eats the ball, and then before the fish lands in the water again, an eagle flies out of nowhere, grabs the fish, the ball falls out of the sky, lands on top of a toad's head, who jumps up in the air, launching it far enough that it arcs up and falls into the hole, and Moses looks over at Jesus and says, Do you have to bring your dad golfing?
2: <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's oh, real. That's such a dumb joke.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Stephen. I was too oh, busy great, watching though. the beauty there's of this movie so, to listen.
3: That joke has so much setup for just the smallest payoff.
1: <laughs> there's another ah. there's another joke like that. And it's completely in opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And it's completely on the opposite Sorry. end of the family-friendly scale. But mm. um, it's called the Aristocats. Not uh, an Aristocats, the Aristocrats. Uh, so so what, aristocats. This, yeah. what the joke is, is you start with two things, okay? You have a solid beginning and a solid mm-hmm. ending. The, the beginning starts the same and the ending starts the same everything in the middle is improvised by the comedian. And so it's, yeah, it gives them a chance to make the absolute dirtiest and darkest humor ever in the world. Oh boy. Wow. Gilbert Gottfried's is pretty bad.
2: Yeah, oof. I can imagine. <laughs> oh man. It's okay. We don't have to worry about offending him now.
3: <laughs> Oy! I'm, so-
2: okay. I'm sorry. Was that too soon?
3: He, soon, bro. <laughs>
1: that was the man of too soon. He wouldn't
3: no, care. No, He'd be nothing. like, mm, "That's Go true. Ahead.
1: That's
2: true." Make a joke. How did he
1: <laughs>
3: okay, I- I'm calling BS. Moses,
0: no <laughs> way, could maneuver himself to that ramp. Absolutely not. Josh, I hate to be that guy, hey. but there's no biblical evidence that say that he didn't. So yeah. how do we know?
3: How I do mean, we know some biblical evidence of this race?
2: You're right. Moses so how is a member this? of the I mean, children of God. So okay, I mean, God, you do, know,
3: you know what this scene? You know what this scene is? This is where um, th- this is basically a born movie before a born movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. At least these chase scenes are more, you know, good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't you diss supremacy? I'll kick your butt I mean, over supremacy. Born supremacy. All right, all, all right. Good. Ident- I was thinking more of identity. Though. I'll
1: give you identity. That is Fair. a horrible film. I mean, that's just shaky cam for days, but, you know. Uh, yeah. I would do a shaky cam thing, but right now my my, my uh, camera is perched very perfectly. And if I touch it, it will fall.
3: Oh, and mess up his nose. There you go. Nice. You know how long it took to get that nose up there?
1: Hey. It's for real. This, this is medical history happening in front of our eyes. The world's first rhinoplasty. Uh,
2: this, <laughs> but but there's no Rhinos involved.
1: There's no Rhinos? Caspian, un- I know this yes. is the movie that you picked, but I'm going to boot you from this call.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. We've established I'm a literalist the last time we talked. We did.
1: <laughs> Except for the part that I had my uh, microphone settings kind of stupid, and so it <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> it, it, fine. It, it, all That's we got fine. was just literal. And that was it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they they got they got the, they got the picture
3: okay they, they have time to react to that
1: oh by the way there's also a message at the beginning of this movie that says animals were 100% harmed in the making of this movie oh, yes, Whoa!
0: okay <laughs> <That's> not appropriate <laughs> <laughs> oh yes animated animals were harmed Dude, in the making their of this movie are made, they have to be made of freaking titanium
1: they're Egyptian that means that the aliens made them Oh, no, of course, cool. oh,
0: yes. not wrong. yeah. Not any slaves that the Egyptians might have had for ex- an extended period of time, like 400 years.
2: No, def- definitely not. Yep.
0: For those who don't know, I'm talking about the
2: Hebrews. <laughs> In case you're, In case you're aware,
1: know, I'm, I'm one of those freaks that has pineapple on a pizza. All right, hey. so
0: I, don't, I, I don't think I can do this well, with you just, anymore it's a good man, it's, a good man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay you can have a wrong opinion
2: <laughs> I would also like to take a moment just to appreciate because this is the first time he shows up but the voice cast overall was phenomenal but Sir Patrick Stewart being the pharaoh is yeah Oh, Val oh, Kamer Mm-hmm. Ralph Fiennes, like, oh. The
0: Iceman from Top Gun was yep. Moses. <laughs> Which, fun fact. Fucking Voldemort
2: just... was ramesses <laughs>
0: was ramesses <laughs> Ram- Let's go! <laughs> mm-hmm. Moses
2: was I'll the literal that. boy who lived. Yep.
0: Um, but yeah, fun fact about Top Gun, the original one. I saw that one for the first time about three weeks ago. Really? And, yeah, wow, for the nice. first... Because I was trying to get ready for Maverick. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I should probably watch the original one. And lo and
3: behold.
0: Which, all the stuff in the planes, phenomenal.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh Mm -hmm. my
0: gosh. Anything outside, anything dealing with like the characters in the Top Gun class, phenomenal. The love story? Not so great. Not so great. And I had to like, (laughs) I got bored. So I stopped watching during those scenes. But like. Anything else in that movie. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It's also, also, I know we're watching Prince of Egypt, but on the Top Gun note, um, we'll in case you ever just ruin... want to <laughs> ruin, mean, it's true, I mean, we aren't going to talk to movies, pizza. it doesn't say what we, we can have to talk about. We can do so. anything we want.
0: There are no rules. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Perfect. The one rule is to
0: always, always talk about a beautiful shot. That's mm-hmm. the only rule.
2: That's fair. Of That's any fair. movie. But um, for Top Gun, in case you ever want to ruin yourself, uh, just go look up uh, Legal Eagles video discussing how many crimes were committed in the first I top ha, movie. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, I it's love so bad eagle. it's so great but it's so bad he's like yeah no he might have received the death penalty for this it's like oh oh, <laughs> oh man
0: <laughs> i remember one night i, I didn't want to go to bed i wasn't tired yet and i just wanted to watch movies mm. i just randomly started watching legal eagle videos about yes any topic i could find normally though there go the pyramids the big the big one oh, i love can... I sorry, I just heard There's I was a good go which one I heard. But the here goes the pyramids. I love that line. Backtracking. Legal Eagle. One night I just started watching every Legal Eagle video I could find about the January sixth riots, just because I was that bored and didn't want to go to bed. So I was like, let's see all the crimes that were committed based from a lawyer's standpoint.
2: I think you owe us an apology. Oh,
3: I just want to say that those guys would never believe that it was Ramses. Moses is so for real. So yeah. the youngest child.
2: Like he's grown up in the palace this whole time. Like you think they would know at this point? Like yeah. who is doing what? It's Cinema yeah, like, okay, that was Moses.
1: Oh, you're okay. Run.
3: What's What's the your first moment that we on? see
1: that it's a wig, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, don't even this
2: also, as a heads up, guys, in case you look down and I'm crying at any point in this movie, it's just an inevitability. I just accept it at this point. Any time I watch this movie, I will be crying. It's that's fair. Point. I it's understood. a it's a
0: beautifully made movie, and I it saw Steven so post beautiful. on Facebook mm-hmm. getting ready for this movie about Through Heaven's Eyes that's
1: one of my uh, favorite, uh, of my favorite even... movie songs ever
0: I love this movie sorry
2: <laughs> don't I apologize because it's a phenomenal movie it's it a is... good movie to, to to have on your favorites list
0: of all the movies this is the one I will probably fangirl the most about mm-hmm. not not even not even gonna apologize for that
2: no don't can I talk,
0: talk about these two being Martin Short and um steve martin
1: yes oh that's a good combo right there (laughs) phenomenal i didn't realize who that was yeah but yeah that's a that's a great not only acting but even a good comedy combo
0: and again that's just going back to what Caspian was saying the voice casting for this movie. Mm -hmm. yep i will agree
1: across the board except for jeff goldblum i think this was one of his worst performances who does Who's he play? Jeff
2: Goldblum? Yeah. He oh, played, yeah, he oh plays we're going to have Aaron. to strongly
1: disagree there. He plays Aaron. I just think he's
2: bland. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh he you're Aaron. right! Yeah. He does, okay. and I love him as Aaron, I'm not going to lie. It's I'm... one of my favorite aspects. This is... Wait, wait, wait.
3: I'm sorry. Can I just point out this is a massive coincidence? I mean, that's his... that's the his muse's future wife,
0: yes? Yes. yes. Okay. But if you think about it, isn't life full of coincidences, though? Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. When people say in stories they hate when coincidences happen, I'm just like, but that's life. <laughs> but that's like, that's not yeah. that's not quite quite the point
3: though. Is they're just introducing a uh, a point of conflict that doesn't exist in the original story for the sake of the romantic- romanticism.
1: Yeah, which True. watch watch this right here because this is a point that I thought was very interesting. They make it a point to show her disappointment with how he treats mm Hmm. I find – you see, because, like, the the way that it's kind of approached today is, like, we're going to beat it into your head the way that we want you to treat people. Mm -hmm. Disappointment's a very powerful tool, and it's not always – it's really not always the right tool to use, but here it's a very powerful tool.
0: Yep. I'm still, to this day, I'd I'd rather face my dad yelling and screaming than have to deal with my mom's look of disappointment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To this day. Yeah. Because at least (laughs) – at least as an adult, I can yell and scream back. I wouldn't, because mm-hmm. honor your father and mother, mm-hmm. but at least as an adult, I could. And my dad might respect me for sticking up for myself, but man, a look of disappointment from my mom breaks me every time.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. What, is he, what is he signing himself up
1: for? Oh. <clears throat> okay. Leave the poor greyhounds alone. They were just I victims, take offense man. to that.
0: They, they were victims, man.
1: I got my greyhound yeah. right here. My greyhound. I protect my greyhound.
0: We don't tie Your greyhound, greyhound. Is a, is the goodest of boys. He is the goodest of boys. Thank he you is noticing. You're welcome. I oh, see man. how much you and yeah, Brenda talk about him, so it clearly must be true. I can show him off.
1: Move my camera and show him
3: off, dude.
0: These oh. guards.
1: That moment of uncertainty is just quality.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Greg. Oh, look, convenient doorway.
0: <laughs> to be fair, I'm sure the doorway was supposed to be right there, Josh, because there was a road. True. <laughs> All right, fair. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, can you imagine
2: putting a giant door there? It would be so inconvenient. But then <laughs> no, again, they did build everything out of solid stone. So. A why would a hole you want to in walk the wall? through like, this? Why would you want
1: a hole in the wall? Exactly.
3: <laughs> Man, I, to be honest, I had forgotten about this whole sequence. <sighs> I had to. Like, mini, mini conflict and resolution with them? Right,
1: yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, but of course it sets up him meeting... Um,
2: yeah, Aaron and Miriam. Aaron and
3: Miriam, yeah. Right.
1: I, I was also just. Kind oh, of and of
3: course, she it. knows who he is. Yeah. Okay.
1: Don't we know someone who was on the uh, the uh, theological board to rev- review this movie? Do not think it was someone a
0: Truett? I don't. That would be cool. I don't remember. Uh, not that I can remember. I mean, for the sake of argument, we could say Doctor Lyon.
2: <laughs> Should we argue that though?
0: I, I feel like it was Mael but I'm
1: not sure. Mm. Mael if you just happen to be watching this disgrace and you just want to, <laughs> you want to chime in, was it was it you or am I am I speaking for someone else here? Let's pause for response. Like he's done great in other movies. I just don't. I, I don't think it fits.
3: Are you talking
2: about... Um,
3: Goldblum. Love, Aaron?
2: Yeah. I, I don't know. I like it. I've always liked... He, he he always seemed like he had the most emotion that fit the animation. Like Val Kilmer does a phenomenal job, too. Don't get me wrong. Um, Can we but it's also- just like... It's just, it seems well-placed to me. Especially next to Sandra Bullock, whom I love. But I'm the the assistant. voice in the animation doesn't always feel like it's... Uh, From who? Perfectly aligned.
1: I'll give you that, but I would say that of her in real life too.
2: <laughs> uh, no.
0: yes. Another character I need to to you point out that um, Val, Kel- Val Kilmer voices is God Himself. Oh yeah, yep. I, I've forgotten about that. And I forgot about to that the bush,
2: too. Yep.
1: I, I think that even though I love the uh, Heaven's Eyes song, I think that that scene is my favorite. Oh yeah.
2: this
0: scene coming up my this whole all i ever wanted scene is probably one of my favorites Mm -hmm. oh Oh, i love
2: this song The song is good
0: the cinematography of it like
2: Mm
0: -hmm. you know you've done good
1: with a song when the first time it's played it does well and then when you reprise it later Mm -hmm. in the movie with a different feel it still works yeah yep and i love this contrast that they do with the hair over the eyes thing the symbolism Yep. uh Oh, it's oh, it's mm-hmm. so
2: good. Yeah, the the callback to the scene with his mom, <laughs> with the mom, on the riverbank. Yeah. It's so good. Also, this was one of the first songs I ever like legitimately covered, uh, with my friend Joa, where we just kind of downloaded the music track from online somewhere, and then, because I love this song, I love the music from the whole movie. Ah, but singing Moses's parts is just it's it's very. It's very moving. It's a very emotional series of pieces to sing.
0: Yeah. Um, since we're on the topic of music, did you hmm. guys know this was a Broadway musical? They made this into a Broadway musical. Really? Oh yes. wow. And I you know what wasn't good? The music from the Broadway <laughs> yep. musical. Oh no. Yep. I was like, how do you mess this up? How? You had uh, everything right there and you messed it up.
2: Yeah
1: it a good, Is this like is this Val Kilmer singing or is this someone else?
2: It is someone else. I don't remember the name of the singer that did the vocals for uh, Moses.
1: It, I mean it's really good. I
2: mean, yeah, yeah they matched him very well. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, I think that's one of the biggest things you can say about the film. Is like, oh, look at him happy good house. Oh my goodness, all mm-hmm. oh, the little speed noodles. And
3: we've lost Steven, folks. he's oh,
1: <laughs> so cute now i do love this upcoming scene it -hmm. feels a little weird the first time you watch it but i love when creators experiment with something new Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i think this thing that's coming up used to terrify me as a kid oh yeah same anytime anytime we i would ask my mom or my babysitter to watch it they would have to fast forward through this part because i did not like it but man it's animation wise and as an adult who's you know not scared anymore yeah the mm-hmm. animation mm-hmm. of the scene is a very
3: pretending pretending he's not scared anymore No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> just watch his face
1: guys just watch where the eyes go i his face. Ah! Oh, i'm just, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not scared guys i'm not scared he's really just scared of uh, moses's ugly mug i mean who wouldn't <laughs> be oh
0: no, I think it was the end of the seg. Because of the end of the segment, yeah, when he falls, that is what scared me. So mm-hmm. that made the whole scene scared me.
2: Oh yeah, no, I used to have nightmares about this sequence. <laughs> like, it's terrifying. Yeah.
1: They used to not be as scared to, or, or not as worried to make uh, kids scared with movies. I mean, like, mm-hmm. and honestly, I don't know how I feel about that because, like, I, I I get that this like causes like nightmares and whatnot. Yeah, but at the same time, there's like no question. Like you, you walk away from this and you know that this was an evil act. Mm-hmm. And even a kid can watch this and be like, "Oh, there's no mm-hmm. redeeming this."
2: Nope. And that's another thing that's great about the movie is the the willingness not to shy away from mm-hmm. the darker aspects of the story. Because there are oh, yeah. some horrible moments in this story, just from a like emotional and like human standpoint. Like, because yeah, Pharaoh sent out a command to have the children killed yep and they show that explicitly like they don't show you you know everything in horrific detail but they give you enough that you're like this is what happened yeah yeah
3: they don't hide the brutality of it yeah which is good well yeah and i love the symbolism of them chasing him as an adult Because like oh yeah Mm -hmm. one of the ones that he wanted hunting down yep so it kind of wakes him up to that reality. That's like, oh, he could still, he could still try to kill me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: Yeah. Then you in that last scene, you kind of see his face was res- like hardening to resolve. Like, okay, I have to.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I have to leave. And of course, I guess from a biblical standpoint, you could you could argue if he shouldn't have run away.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: He have stayed and stood, stood firm. Then, um, because then the, 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 the Barney Bush scene is kind of God, Chase sending him back. Eh?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And, uh, don't run away. I still need you in Egypt.
2: Eh? Yep.
1: But what's interesting about this, and I forget who it was that was saying it, You guys know the the common thing where it says like Darth Vader is the greatest uh, villain in the history of movies. Yeah, I don't buy that crap. I I think that I think that Pharaoh here is a way better villain because like he believes that he's fighting for the good. Mm Hmm. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that
0: shows that like evil. Even Ramesses, later in the movie believes that too. Yeah, and we we see that through this movie because. That's something else I wanted to talk about. Why yeah. I think I like this movie so much. And Steven, you can attest to this with how long you've known me. A lot of my favorite stories are the friend, close friend, brother rivalries that, you know, Naruto, Smallville with Luke, Luke, Luke uh, Lexan, mm-hmm. yeah. Clark. Yeah. And this Lion with, King. Lion King. Yeah, with, again, the whole brother fighting brother aspect. I love, noted, mm-hmm. ultimately in Lion King it becomes uncle versus nephew, but still that, because there's just something about a story. When you tell a story about two Mm -hmm. brothers fighting or two different ideologies from two brothers fighting, it really drives home what, like, and I guess depending which viewpoint you hold to, you can see both are in the right.
2: yeah. But
0: One is ultimately a better mindset to have over the other, right? Mm -hmm. Which is why I love the song Plagues. When we get to that moment, yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh. Another aspect I like about the movie, from a, a storytelling uh, point of view, is they change. They don't. Well, they don't change, but they add to the story. But it's never in a way that feels like it's trying to diverge from the the, the message of the story. Yep. At any point, it really is just kind of adding a layer of this is a possibility, even though we know that's not how it happened. Having that context of Moses and Ramesses actually being brothers and friends for a long time and then introducing that conflict, that adds a level of complexity to it that I think really adds more emotional weight and uh, meaning to the story, to this version of the story anyways. Yeah, yeah.
3: I agree. I, and I think even her little bit of dialogue there that she tells him, mm-hmm. in a way, it's true. She's like, He's like, Why did you choose me? And she's like, We didn't. The gods chose you. Yeah. And it's like, in a way, she's not wrong. God <laughs> she's not wrong. God. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it kind of mirrors or foreshadows what God is mm-hmm. going to tell him Yeah,
0: later.
1: Yeah. Yep. And it shows that and, you can recognize God's movement even if you don't attribute it to him.
0: Right. Yeah. Like I mean, there is. A tagline with all the promotion because I all the special features you know on the DVD, you could watch the like trailers and promotional material. Mm -hmm. The tagline for both were born for greatness, or both were leaders, one was just born as a leader, and the other was Mm -hmm. made into a leader.
1: Yeah, I think it's really good because, like, it this like added a a complex feature to an already complex character. Like, now that he's seen the world around him, he can't unsee it. And now that he's seen it, it. he has to act on it. Yeah.
3: And it really, and it sets a really nice contrast with the opening scene where he is the jocular, he is the the one who's having fun at the expense of his life. And then Ramsay in this scene is now trying to kind of have that again. Yeah but it's like no, and fighting run. out of the yep. blue
1: corner we have Davy the strong hand and in the red <laughs> corner we have Moses the the slow tongue where did the, where where did that uh that name what? come from boys i don't i've never heard him do anything as slow as speech <laughs> either way this is going to be a, a great rumbling match i feel like the strong hand's going to come out
0: it's a sneak attack from the far red corner oh, no, he's t- out of here oh he the down. crowd goes wild now coming back. His career is he's, over. He's gonna have a hard time walking that one off. I don't think he's gonna be walking anywhere. But going back to what Caspian was talking about earlier, the mm-hmm. like, the liberties they took with the stories. Even though we know, oh, this mm-hmm. is not not uh, not about this scene specifically, just in general yeah. with this movie. I for I was watching with this buddy of mine and. He did not like this movie because it was not 100% biblically (laughs) accurate. And I'm like, buddy, the point of the story is still there. Like, I I get it. It's not 100% accurate, but the point and the meaning of the message is still there. Do they focus Mm -hmm. a lot on Ramesses and Moses being brothers? Yes. But that's what this movie is. But the Mm -hmm. point of the message is still God will provide for his people and God will not forget his
2: people. Yep. And in the original story, too, you know, because it's the princess or what was it? Pharaoh's. I don't. Pharaoh's daughter that rescued Moses. Yeah, um, Pharaoh's daughter. She had him taken back to his mother and raised yeah. among his people, among Hebrews. Yeah, um, so he
3: knows who he is.
2: Yeah. So he knows his heritage and it also allowed them to hide him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But then you also think he he definitely had to appear before the court at times, because, you know, he had interactions with the royal court and the royal family. And, you know, it's still in the realm of feasibility mm-hmm. for them to have this kind of storyline and it not feel, again, out of place.
0: Mm-hmm. But dang okay. that line. That he gave mm-hmm. Ramesses the same one that Miriam gave him. Uh, Ask the yeah. man that we once called father, or that I once called father.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, right, also, some uh, yes, we've talked about the songs and the lyrical songs mm-hmm. but the original soundtrack Hans yeah. Zimmer of
2: course mm-hmm. it was. yep 100% like it's part of the reason why it's so spectacular Yeah,
1: I think it's one of the early ones of his
0: right uh, one of I'm the early sure. animations
2: that he yeah. did it might have been the first animated feature he'd done it was not the second, first movie he had done
0: second because he did the Lion King before this one I
2: think that's right that's right yes you're correct This that came out several years before this one did yep But, yeah, no, it, even just – and a lot of animated features, it feels like, suffer from this, where the music just for ambience and for setting doesn't always feel gratifying. It doesn't match the tone and the setting. This movie, every scene, the music accompanies, it fits 100%. Yeah. And it only gives you that greater depth of enjoyment. And it's uh, – I love this movie so much. Well, We're on and the it, same page, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And, uh, and it and it, adds something Mm -hmm. What
1: you're seeing it's one of the things that I've been learning because you know I'm not as much of a musician as I used to be but what Mm -hmm. I do with music now and and I've shared a few of these with uh, Jeb Mm -hmm. I've been putting together a uh, Dungeons and Dragons campaign for a while and hey nice yeah it's a lot of fun and I've been wanting to um, add music in with it too Mm -hmm. and that's been part of my creative process is like thinking, what kind of emotion do I want this song mm-hmm. to compel? So, like, yeah. there's a sense of danger. I want it to feel like it's dangerous or suspicious and give that, like, anxious feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from everything he's shown me, guys, it's very nice.
2: Nice, nice. It's yeah, and that's what good percent. music's a do, especially accompanying stories and stuff yeah. like that.
0: And, and like you were saying, like... I wish there was more, like, now that I'm, I don't, like, yes, I'm a musician, I play in the band, I play saxophone, Mm -hmm. but I'm not, like, not something I want to go into as a career, but, like, Mm -hmm. every time I go see a movie, I try to see it at least two or three times. The first time, Mm -hmm. what's the story? Does the story impact me? Second, how does the music make me feel in a scene? Mm -hmm. Third, what's the cinematography look like? Where. I could probably get that in the first the first yeah. viewing, but I won't really pay attention to it. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: it goes with what I tell you about um, impressions. Always go on the third impression. Yep. First impression, you either really like or really hate something. Second impression mm-hmm. is the exact opposite of the first one. And the third one, you realize, okay, both times I was being a dummy. This here in the middle is about where I yeah. really feel about it.
0: That's why I don't do any movie reviews anymore after first viewings because I go back mm-hmm. and watch some of my old ones and i'm like man i really only reacted to this movie i didn't really think about it yeah like i went to go see the new fantastic beast movie with um my girlfriend when it came out and i liked it when you know and she even mentioned it she was like Jeff, you really liked it when we saw it and i was like yeah that was my first viewing then i watched mm-hmm. people talk about it i watched people review it i watched people come up with theories about the movie and i'm like oh this movie did have some problems and she yeah. said that she was like Jeb you were so happy about it after your first viewing then you watched the review, someone review it and then your whole tone changed and I'm like mm-hmm. I don't want to just react to a movie I want to actually yeah. you know digest it then she was like great is this going to be what I'm going into now and I'm like yes babe you <laughs> Movies, to me, is what I'm passionate about, which means I will digest it, not yeah. just react to it, which I feel like a lot of people just do that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just react when they watch it one time. And they're like, oh, that was good or oh, that was bad. They don't watch it multiple times and be like, here's how I really feel about it. Like, I can confidently say.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go oh,
0: you're good. Let's <laughs> him fall.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, hold up before I keep going this part. Oh
3: look at that! So happy, so satisfied with herself.
0: <laughs> and that's why Papa says she'll never get married. So great. But I can confidently say, I know a lot of people will disagree with me on this, but that's why it's my opinion. Like I told Stephen, I can have a he can have a wrong opinion. Same goes to me. Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> I like. Noted. I like parts of it, and the parts I like, I feel like outweigh the bad. Mm-hmm. But I like The Last Jedi noted it's not the greatest movie of the star wars sequel trilogy, yeah. but to be honest rec- retrospectively that whole trilogy sucks but after watching yeah. it a few times watching it on my own watching people who liked it watching people who didn't like it coming with my own thoughts and opinion that's mm. where i can say i stand on it i didn't just react to it right
2: yeah which is important you, you shouldn't just watch something one time and let that be your your opinion you can have assumptions and 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 you know impressions based on that, but you have to re-examine things so you can yeah. actually get the full picture. Because you need to be able to both stand firm when you notice something that you believe, and you're like, no, this this is a problem, and I think it's a problem. And that's just what I believe. But you also need to be willing to admit when you're wrong, when you're just being biased. you like, I didn't like this. It's like, yeah, but it was yep. a good story element. It's like, yeah,
0: that's oh. I think that's when a lot of people, when I tell people, oh, I rewatch a lot of shows mm-hmm. or movies that I watched before, they give me this crazy look like, why? You've already seen it. And I'm like, to see if it still holds up. Like, guys, watching this movie mm-hmm. with you guys now, this movie still holds up. It, does. it is still good musically, yep. cinematography,
2: story-wise. It holds Art-wise, up. Art-wise, yeah. yeah. It's, it's...
0: But I wouldn't have ah, known that song. if I... yeah, this song. Yeah, I just dance. I love
3: his his lines there. or is like, I've done nothing worthy of honor, and then he turns it on him and he's like, You don't know what is worthy of honor. Yeah. It's such like a, such a healing idea.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Can you tell what a man is worth I don't know the lyrics and I don't have the subtitles. Life. You must look at your life. Oh, it's so good. Heaven's eyes. La, Man, la, every time la, dee, la, the part
1: la, when, uh, when uh, he sings that you must learn to join the dance is like, I'm already dancing, my boy. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> uh, Just such like a you were saying, song. Josh, this, this has that um, where he was talking to Jethro, it has that element of he, he can see that Moses is grappling with the things he's done in his past and the fact that he feels true remorse and true you know guilt over that yeah and so he's trying to like take him down that path like you were saying of like look what you've done that's good though look what you are capable of doing when you use your life the way you should look at your life through heaven's eyes which is a very not so subtle way of saying you know live your life according to a higher purpose not yours so
0: yeah exactly and talking about that talking about that Mm -hmm. it's almost cute and it it baffles me like i mentioned today i looked at some other biblical movies from recent times noah exodus gods and kings Mm -hmm. when they didn't talk about Ah. this is from exodus that where this is a portrayal of that story you know yeah and it shows because from what i've read about those movies and probably gonna watch because i paid Mm -hmm. like i said i paid money to rent to do my research on noah so i might as well watch it but like they missed the point of the stories to tell what they thought happened.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Where, yes, this movie is not one hundred percent accurate, but we can still see the love of God through this through mm-hmm. this scene. Yep. God hasn't even made a made an appearance in this movie yet. Yeah, and we are able to see the core values of the message mm-hmm. as God's love is shown through these people helping Moses overcome what he went through. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, It's another welcome to the segment of the episode where I freak out because people are missing the point of Christian movies. I
1: mean, let's be honest. Would it really be a Men Who Talk Through Movies episode if Jeb didn't freak out at least once?
2: I don't think so. I think that would disappoint everyone, including me.
0: I'm sorry. I have... I get on a lot of soapbox and Ted talks, but they're soapbox and Ted talks that need to talk Mm -hmm. because I'm passionate about these things. I'm passionate about Jesus. I'm passionate about movies. And when a simple movie 30 years ago can get it right, but a movie from seven years ago is like, that didn't happen. We're going to do what we want. And I'm going to be like, this is why your movie sucks. And no one likes it. Cause I think it was, the, our old music director Stephen miss ronda mm-hmm. who talked who, who went to see the exodus movie and talked about how oh in that movie god was just throwing a temper tantrum mm-hmm. when that's not what god was doing in the story he yeah, was like right. no these are my people and i'm coming to save mm-hmm. them moses you're yep. my mouthpiece yep and it
1: and i know that part of what People struggle with when they look at god i mean they look at especially the old testament but even places in the new testament they look at mm-hmm. the things that god has done and they're like how can you say yeah. that a god is loving who does this but uh, usually all you have to do is backtrack a little bit and you start to get an understanding like for example mm-hmm. um this upcoming sunday i'm gonna be uh preaching in the main service and might be preaching out of uh first samuel 18
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's when um that's right after David has killed Goliath, and now mm-hmm. we're watching as Jonathan and Israel and Saul start to enter. I'm gonna. We we'll might have to put this part on uh, pause because not not <laughs> the movie, not the movie. Don't pause the movie. All right, pausing the movie. Do not yeah, pause. No, the we're not movie. pausing the movie. <laughs> Let it Lord, Lord, give a man power and he'll destroy everything.
2: <laughs> Some men just want to watch the world burn. They're
3: I nice. uh. It's really I mean, interesting. Sometimes how... it's fire that
1: doesn't burn things. And you like stick your hand in it and it doesn't burn. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, "What is this fire. Anxiety.
0: <laughs> ah,
1: yeah.
2: The visuals in this scene. It's really, uh, yeah, it's
3: really interesting how God allows him to get to a place of a real mm-hmm. comfortability, real, real like settled down into. And of yeah, course, yeah. biblically, it's 40 years that he settled in, uh, in Midian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he pulls him back. Huh. Yeah, great yeah just, just let
2: me get my new life all settled and then
1: it's, yeah. it's probably not the 100% most accurate but I think the not only true to what scripture says but also the character of God this is the most yeah. accurate scene in the film and uh, probably yes, one of the I top agree. three most accurate scenes in all of Hollywood history.
2: Uh, it's so it It captures a balance, and it's what I love about this movie as a whole, but this scene, like you were saying specifically, it captures the balance of what people don't often understand, especially if you're not a believer, if you don't study Scripture, if you don't understand this, because you're just not used to seeing this, that God is not just a loving God, and God is not just a righteous and a just God. God is all of these things together, and perfectly... And so even when we don't, oh, that visual, yeah, oh, but even when we don't understand it, yeah. like you can see God getting, I, I want to say angry in this scene, but it's not angry in the sense that we as people might understand it. It's anger with a righteousness behind it where he mm-hmm. is like, my people are suffering. And you are saying no to me when I have called you because I have faith in you that you can do this because you have my power. And then he immediately turns around and tells Moses, I'm going with you. You're not going alone. He supplements that, that like, parental chastisement with love. Yes. I love this scene. Sorry. Okay, I'm off my soapbox now.
1: We got to stop doing these soapbox things, dudes. I'm running out of things to clean with all this leftover soap. <laughs> I mean... Embrace the cringe, Josh. Embrace the cringe. That was so bad.
3: Just That was so bad.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll just use oh. the soap to clean out my mouth now. That
3: checks out. You're just making it worse.
1: <laughs> just embrace it. But yeah, and specifically, because I think it's... Who
0: made man speak? Yes, like. Oh! I love this movie.
1: <laughs> that's a was it two or three Jeb freakouts at this point? I think
2: that's mm-hmm. the second one. And there's
0: more the to come one. because that's what a... until we get to the
2: Good. flag, Jeb, do I that again them.
1: because you look bald for a moment.
2: Everybody, <laughs> I want to see
1: what y'all look like bald.
2: Uh I'm wearing headphones, but here you go. <laughs> Four really good-looking bald dudes, that's what that but is. Put in the comments, <laughs> who's the best bald?
1: Oh, right, right, right.
2: Not me. I am dead last for that, I promise you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's got to be Steven or Jeb, right?
2: Mm, obviously.
1: <laughs> I got
0: an egghead underneath. I could probably pull off being bald. I don't want to, though. It's called confidence, guys. You got to have it. It's called confidence. You see, We let you have that so you right don't here. have to. Oh, thanks. This
2: is my
1: confidence right here. Your Your hair is your confidence. Yes,
2: that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Start to lose it in
3: one
1: place. You just snip a little bit of off and just plug it up there. Yeah, just stick it, stick it back up here. And this
0: right here is a face of a man who's seen right. the love of God.
2: Yes. The, uh, again, the visuals, the tear, everything that ooh. Mm.
1: And I love this that movie they capture
2: so many things so well.
1: I love that they use the quiet voice because we see. Yeah. I mean, in Scripture we see that not only here, which is in Exodus yep. four. Uh, but we oh, also yep, see it yep. in First Kings chapter 19 when it's Elijah who's escaping Jezebel. Yeah. And then God comes and he says, uh, stand out on the mountain and I will show myself to you. And then we see this big, uh, this big wind blow through, this big destructive wind, this big mm-hmm. destructive fire. All of this blows through these mighty, yep. powerful signs and scripture repeats, but God was not there, but God was not there. And then there's a small, quiet voice. And as soon as Elijah hears it, Pulls his hood up. He notices yep. right away that the presence of God is there. Yep.
3: Yeah, hides himself from it. Yeah,
0: protect himself. this. This scene just, and this is here we see a man t- telling his experience with God. Because people yeah. who are listening, that's true. I remember when I became a Christian. I was mm-hmm. eight years old. I mm-hmm. remember running around the church at, after VBS, telling everyone. I became a Christian when God works yeah. in you, you want to tell people when I got called to the ministry, I went away privately and called my family to tell them what God had done. Yeah. When God mm-hmm. works in you, you will want to share.
2: Yeah.
1: And even though, the, I, even though this this like interaction is like, interpretation and you know extra biblical it it does show a good example of what a healthy marriage should look like yes
0: yeah
2: yeah because he's following god's path and she's trusting him as the leader in their family as the man who's supposed to be looking to god she's looking to him and trusting that okay this is his will, so this is what we're doing
0: I just want to say, I'm glad DreamWorks did not decide to cover what happens next in the biblical story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. For those wondering, nip, snap, the next out. scene, yeah, the next scene, Zipporah <laughs> circumcises not only Moses, but their sons as well. Because God yeah. was about to kill Moses because he was nip, not circumcised. Nip. Yep. <laughs> Which sounds
1: extreme, but like, on a level of fairness he should have known this
0: yes especially if his mom did teach him here's how Mm -hmm. our culture is
1: i see this scene right here and they're showing all of the deep suffering and whatnot and they're showing how this has been difficult grinding work for ages and how they're just worn out physically mentally spiritually emotionally everywhere they go they're just worn out they've been tortured killed and everything and then as soon as uh what was it two and a half months after they crossed the red sea they're like
2: hey Mm -hmm. guys
1: we should go back to egypt
0: that was can we go back to egypt please where we can have the nice nicest roast goose
2: (laughs) yep yep because we forget real quickly how bad things get without god we're like, oh, it was so much better then. Now we're facing a little bit of hardship now. It's like, you were in literal slavery.
1: So to wait,
0: quote me. You were about
1: any to do t- Tales, weren't you?
0: No, I
2: yes. was going to have to do Olin Rogers.
0: Oh, <laughs> can't do Olin oh, Rogers. Oh, yeah. Anytime, Rogers. I, anytime I read Israel Messes Up, again? freaking again? <laughs> freaking again. <laughs> <laughs> anytime Israel wants to go back to Egypt, oh. again? Yeah.
3: Oh, guys, Olin Rogers. What a man. Yeah, yeah. really. What's else Final favorite Space, Olin guys. Rogers things? Oh, Final Space. Final Great Space. Show.
1: We saw, I think, the first two episodes of it. I don't think we watched any further. Does it get better? I did.
0: Yes, it gets oh. so much better. <laughs> oh, good. It's on HBO Max. Ooh. Mm.
1: I like
3: HBO it's on Netflix, Australian Netflix. Oh, oh, oh,
0: Australian yeah. Netflix. Oh. Oh, no, no, no. Fancy Netflix. <laughs> Fancy Netflix. Fancy net? Not true. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's so funny. No, Garrett, this
0: is like, like, you're not God,
2: man. Ramses hasn't changed like, but. at all. No, he In he Egyptian mythology. All. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yep. they were like I am the god king it's like "Mm, god king is shorter than I expected (laughs) there's only one
0: god king ma'am and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress (laughs) like that that.
2: (laughs) oh I love that line
1: and we're about to get to that uh... okay so we're about to get to a song that Jeb you used to sing a lot during childhood I loved
0: loved it growing
1: up man but here's the thing though (laughs) Every time that you would sing one of these songs, I don't know why, but I'd automatically put in my head, man, this song probably sucks. Wow. <laughs> ah,
0: ah, ah. I was always Dang. wrong. To be fair, I was always wrong. <laughs> he he was right on occasion. This one was not that occasion.
1: This, yeah, th- this you were right about and the Lay mid songs you were right about.
2: Oh, this scene oh, is The mid cool. mid
1: songs. Mm. So
3: the
2: cool. interpretation of how they do this scene is stellar to incorporating it into the story oh good yeah which jeb going back to what you were talking about earlier with other movies more recently doing stories based on quote unquote based on scripture and it being so wrong i think the reason that for us and really just kind of for anyone the reason why it feels so off-putting and wrong is that they do veer so far away from the intended message what the story is supposed to be this movie It uh, expresses the same motive, the same story, the same beginning and ending as the story in Scripture Mm -hmm. and puts the effort in to try and do that. Those other movies don't. They're just basically, this is my interpretation, God is a vengeful God and clearly written by people who don't actually understand Scripture and Mm -hmm. understand the aspects of the nature of God. Which, to be fair, none of us understand the aspects of the nature of God past a certain point, but Yeah. yeah
1: yeah
3: well yeah and they just like this movie gets that point across that it's it's not about moses v pharaoh Mm -hmm. it's about god versus the gods of egypt Mm -hmm. um and how each time god will master the the supposed abilities of the gods of egypt he takes the he takes the nile which is the like the uh
0: the lifeblood of it's Egypt. It's like the basically. realm of
3: one of one of the gods. It's like, oh, this is my area. This is what I control. And God's like, no, I control it. I control yep. it. With and even Moses' line says, "Behold, the power of God, not not my mm-hmm. power." Right. Yeah. And then uh, Ramses also is like, okay, I'll play along, but he knows that he is not the mouthpiece of the gods of Egypt. His
0: yeah. priests I are. Mean, one even reason I don't like here. the Broadway musical. Sorry, it gets rid of this <laughs> oh, no. song. Oh, because, really? <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's an atrocity. And it also technically gets rid of plagues. It still has, like, there's not a plague song, but one of the songs has, like, the piano rift and, like, the motif of it.
1: Man, because, <laughs> like, if you put, like, this as it stands on a stage,
2: mm-hmm. oh, yes. it
1: would be astonishing. It would the, be.
2: Uh, the lighting work, the, like, extra work. Oh, that would be so stunning.
1: It wouldn't even have to be a lot. you just get a little bit of smoke mm-hmm. uh, stuff going on and some red Have a red light, a, a white man, light, and, and a blue go, light. Oof. I also appreciate like a lot of the way that this movie works and good movies master this art the art of mm-hmm. background and foreground. Yes. Yes. So right now like the foreground is we are challenging Moses. Um and yep. Moses is, you know, like I say playing with the big boys now. You are you are out of your league. And you don't know what you're in for. Mm -hmm. And in the background, as we're about to see, Mm -hmm. their snakes uh, get ate.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's another one of those instances where God is like, not even just going up against the gods per se, but God is basically saying, here's what your servant, the servants of the gods of Egypt are capable of, and here's what my servant is capable of. One snake v2, and Um, you're already down and out for the count. Like, mm -hmm. tasty.
1: <laughs> Which honestly, if Moses' staff just ate two other snakes, he should get like a staff upgrade from that. Should
0: be like a yeah, look really. yeah.
2: <laughs> with that, that nine Moses? experience, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See Moses' robe glow and change to yeah. a blue color. He's like, Oh, I've and he level becomes a four. super saiyan. God, speaks. of heaven, yeah. you have upgraded to battle axe. Final Fantasy level up theme.
0: (laughs) Steven, do you remember that um, VBS, I guess, we were covering the story of Moses and like how he came down walking down the mountain and Moses' face was just glowing and AJ just said, oh, so he became a super saiyan. That's right, I do. That was so funny. (laughs) That was hilarious. Everyone died laughing and your dad was just like, (sighs) in a sense, yes.
2: Curse you, Dragon Ball Z!
1: <laughs> what I also mm-hmm. really love about um about the really just about the story ah. of Moses and just following the history is like there's such good visualizations mm-hmm. that are so easy to communicate. Like when we went to uh we went to Ukraine a couple of years ago and we're like, well, we gotta find things from the Bible that are easy mm-hmm. to interpret and uh, and and um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're easy to communicate and mm-hmm. so we used Moses parting uh, the Red Sea because like you could take a tarp and you pull it up. That was so much fun because we could just use like simple sentences. God, God said hold the staff. We'd have a kid hold the staff up. Yeah. And then um you know, you have it pull up, and I remember that when we did that, one of the one of the little girl's faces, she just went in shock and amazement. And then, uh, of course, we have the second group follow behind, and then you pull the tarp back over him. So much
2: fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Still haunted by his dad's words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that shows his motivation of why yep. he's not and again, it shows God hardening his heart or his heart yeah. being hardened on his own, mm-hmm. which again, is this exactly what happened? Maybe, maybe not, but it still gets that point across yeah. what the Bible was trying to say. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I might have been too obsessed with this movie because anytime we did the story of Moses, I was always the one raising my hand answering because I knew this movie well. But <laughs> it, it did its job, though. I knew the story of Moses and I understood the message. This is the
1: scene that I don't like, Jeff Goldblum in. How does it feel, dude? Like, you're down on the dirt, like us now. And he wasn't. <laughs> you were up there, and now you're down here. He had the high ground. <laughs> yes, it's over him,
0: Moses. I've got the high ground. Don't try it, <laughs> <laughs> or you, you underestimate the power of God. I get it, Nate. <laughs> 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 Also the Kenobi series is ten out of ten, my guys.
2: I agree. I agree. Despite all of the hate people seem some people seem to be giving it, which is entirely undeserved in my opinion, but it, you know, whatever. Oh, man. I
3: yeah, I'm watching it and I absolutely love it. There are a few gaping holes, but there's some
2: problems, yes, undeniably.
0: But I just not- love it. I just like seeing Mm -hmm. Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan and knowing that Hayden Christensen is wearing the Darth Vader suit makes me
3: so happy. It's so good. Like, it's just so good. I'm like, oh, I see these holes, but I'm just like, I don't care. I love it.
1: (laughs) I've got a question. There's something that's been bugging me because you've been saying it all Mm -hmm. day today, and I'm just a little confused. What the heck even is Australian Netflix? Australian Netflix.
0: Is it different from American
1: Netflix? See, that's what I'm. Yes, wondering. it is actually. I mean, you've said it like four times. I'm like, I'm missing something here. Not really. It's just Netflix with different
0: stuff on it.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it's just Netflix, Netflix. in different regions. Yeah. yeah better stuff. In
0: oh yeah. Are there better stuff? I heard the uh, UK have all the Ghibli movies, and I need a VPN in order to uh to watch uh, no. those. Honestly, to not, be fair, HBO, HBO Max
2: also has all the Ghibli movies. That's true. I know because I've watched most of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like you got blazing saddles on netflix and netflix wouldn't dare put that up Ooh. over here
3: dang blazing saddles no i i honestly don't know i don't know if it's better or not i haven't seen u.s netflix in
2: uh well almost five years so yeah fair <laughs> you're not missing anything trust me
0: you really aren't <laughs> because the only things i cared about on netflix are now on disney plus so i mean, I mean
2: I, yep i think that yep. netflix
3: is uh yeah, it's just it's not as good as it used to be no
2: you know? so. i i have a sneaking suspicion when the avatar the last airbender live series comes out i think it's going to be good do i think I it's going to. to be anywhere near as good as the original series obviously no. not. but i think based on what i've seen and based on what i've been told about the series despite the fact that mike and brian left as showrunners i still think so we're gonna much. get something i know it does it hurts a lot because there's that immediate distrust where you're like uhm, i remember when this happened last time yep but, but i do M. believe Night, um, i do
0: believe though it's going to be a good show regardless of I the agree. original showrunners are there or not
2: i agree because they had confidence in the writing team that they hired they've said they that did. verbatim they were like we the team that we worked with they're good people and they 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 might do something that is good we just can't put our names to it for fear that the fans won't like it, which is totally understandable. I get where they're coming from. Yep.
0: And here, all of Egypt is now screwed because their whole life uh, is now destroyed. Yeah, everything. everything. Uh-huh.
1: Now, all the
2: fish are dead.
1: <laughs> I never picked this up until I rewatched yesterday. Mm-hmm. But when the camera pans back over... Not camera, but, you know, camera. When the camera pans back over to Moses...
2: Watch oh. his feet. Yep, I know what you're talking you about. You know what I'm talking it's, about. It's one of my favorite details in the movie. I
1: didn't notice it until this last time, and it there it's is so some bi- there is biblical significance to that, which we will get to in just a moment.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, uh, <laughs> Just they just as <laughs> oh, right, they put oh their God. powder, their packet of Kool Aid powder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's
3: interesting because I think I'm not sure if blood has the same. Um, significance in egypt but it's certainly unclean and uncle mm-hmm. well, and yep. i guess it's not unclean yet because we haven't had the establishment of the law but
1: yeah but they would have seen it that way i yeah. i think that we can culturally pick up that they probably would have seen that way look at moses's feet ah uh, it's yeah. so good and it has just... significance because the <sighs> wells of the israelites
2: were yeah, not clean yeah nope so I it was thought, just the Nile, yeah. the lifeblood of Egypt.
1: So that's a yeah. very, that is a very, very clever way to uh, point out something in scripture without being uh, super obvious about it.
0: So since we're about to get into the plagues, question for the theologians here, which love are everyone here. Yes, I love the scene too. What are y'all, what do y'all think of the argument that the plagues were to, go up against the Egyptian gods.
1: I've heard that argument. Um, I've not looked into it enough. I'm skeptical, but I'm usually skeptical until I've gone through something.
0: Fair.
2: I remember researching this, and I can't remember... It's been so long since I have. I remember this argument, and I remember liking the argument. I cannot quote anything to you at the moment, but I remember looking at it and saying this makes sense because it's basically god saying you're praying to your gods and they have domain over these specific things Mm -hmm. they have no power i am god alone and i have the power over all of these things and my servant whom i've given power can control all of these things using my will and so i do like that argument that it's basically showing egypt hey your god's are unreliable the same way that Elijah does with the prophets of Baal. Like it's, mm-hmm. I like the argument.
0: Now,
1: when we go through uh, the plagues here and we watch mm-hmm. how all of them interact, we get just a taste of what living in Australia is like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's not any spiders like, in this you, scene, though.
1: Hey, hey, let's be complete. Yeah. Come on, let's be oh, fair. Like it's like every shot. like. Two to four years, like you guys have, like some kind of like spider plague or like something else that's come through and like destroys everything. Yeah.
3: I mean, hey, you know, it's true. It's true. You gotta watch out for them funnel webs this time of year.
1: <laughs> so, uh,
3: no, as far as the as far as the argument goes, I definitely set a lot by it. Um, I really think that that tells the story in a way that is that makes the most sense because. Mm. Egypt lived by their gods. Everything yep. they did, everything that they every action that they made was mm-hmm. by the gods. Everything that was good or bad was because of the will mm-hmm. of the gods.
2: Yeah. Um, and so, I think that. Oh, go, so, there, sorry. Josh.
0: Go ahead. Oh, so the reason I asked that was Lindsay sent me my girlfriend she sent me a TikTok about explaining what I asked you guys to mm-hmm. which I said I've heard that. I think, though, that the plagues were more to convince Pharaoh about God's sovereignty and just not an attack on the Egyptian gods, but to show that he is God and Mm -hmm. that their gods weren't real
2: and that he had absolutely, absolutely. And that
1: that really is the main message of it. Like, there's yeah, there's always like more than one message that can be happening at the same time, of course. And really, I don't think if I'm thinking through it, I really think that the theory doesn't do anything negative. If it's right. false, I I, re, yeah. I think it's only really theologically significant if it's true. Like otherwise, if it's uh, not true, it's it's still a cool sure. thought, but it doesn't hurt anything.
2: Yeah. <sighs> I love this movie. This is Number one of three. the most visually perfect scenes in all of animation. It's probably my top two, top one scene in all of animation. You can fight me on that.
0: <laughs> my favorite thing to do with this song, too, growing up, was to look up. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Oh, um, like for example, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, Heartless and Nobodies with the plagues,
2: yeah,
0: and show them, you know, and but but it fit though. It would Mm -hmm. normally have um Sora as on the side of the Hebrews and Riku on the Mm -hmm. side, and it just worked, or Naruto and Sasuke. I i love seeing that duality and seeing people mission mash and seeing how Mm -hmm. it um and then this thing coming up, him walking through. That scene is his so home. good right there where he touches that pillar. Yep. Yeah. Him walking through his set. home and seeing like, yeah. this is what it's come to. His old home is now almost destroyed. Well, yeah. and, yep. and it directly contrasts with that other scene where
3: he touches yep. that pillar in the same way that this is all mm-hmm. I ever wanted. And now he's looking at it and it's, and it's frail.
1: Yeah. And I think that they did a good job of making that a solid point because... His point when Moses came back was, "I see a new and a better Egypt," and it's yeah almost instantly crumbled. Yep, Even with the first plague alone, yep. it's yep. instantly crumbled. And we watch in um we watch in Scripture as the plagues progress, more and more Egyptians are starting to believe God.
0: Yep, and yeah, and I love like I love how people are like, "Oh, there's no historical documents about the plague. <laughs> why, why, why <laughs> should we believe <laughs> it <pocket laughs> then?" And then I'm just like, if why you were Egypt. Egypt their failure? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, about to say. I was like, yeah. if you were Egypt, would you want to talk about how your gods weren't able to save you from these ten disasters that your yeah. slaves God was able to bestow upon yeah. you?
1: Yeah.
3: And that and that's why the biblical scriptures are so significant because they document the losing side.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: Um, and Egypt and historically never happens in yeah. history. We almost mm-hmm. never see that. Yeah.
0: Because people are right, history is told by the victors, which yeah. is why you never see a losing side talk about how they lost a, how an they event, lost. because yeah. that would put a bad reputation on them.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's also well known that Egyptian pharaohs would take credit for this, the successes or achievements of their predecessors and like try to scrub off their name and be like, "Aha, it's mine now. See, it's the Great me. Pyramid <laughs> belongs to me. It's like, really, how'd you build it? Ah, did uh, shut up. It's like Amen. Cool, Khufu. <laughs> <laughs> cool." cool. <laughs> oh yes exactly right yes
3: no but i love bringing that that perspective it's like no i mean even in today's mm-hmm. society we don't like to document our our failures you know yeah it's only the true historians among us that are like no no we need to save the record for ever, for posterity yeah exactly as it was but so much of our uh political and even the curriculum that we teach kids is uh is whitewashed depending mm-hmm. on where you're from
2: yeah <laughs> And usually, the tales of what happened from the loser's perspective come from the losers. <laughs> so like exactly it's recorded it. by the people who suffered from things like this, which is why I like finding uh, books written by people who lived during. Like I have a um, I have a book that was written in 1850 something, I think, um, by a man who grew up in Germany at the time, right after the Napoleonic Wars.
1: Mm. And
2: he basically just tells life stories of him growing up about his grandfather and about people who lived in his town, how they were a German town, but there was a, a French soldier that had like retired and lived there and there were multiple occasions of French soldiers coming to harass his family at their their house on their farm. And wow. then the French soldier that lived in the town and everyone knew would dress up in his like fatigues and come and basically like pretend to be a commanding officer to scare away the French soldiers. Oh, like, that's awesome. I love stories like that. And it's cool because you get that perspective from someone who's just telling stories from their life.
3: Of what they're living. Yeah. Mm.
0: No agenda.
2: Yep.
3: Mm. Man, this poor kid.
1: Well, honestly, I think that. I don't say that. I wouldn't say that this answers the question, but, like, this gives a visual imagery of why God does what he does sometimes. Because we often yeah. um, what I was talking about earlier before we got to... Uh, Heaven, or, no, it
0: was the burning bush. But burning yeah. bush,
1: yes. Um, but like, when I was doing my research and stuff, uh, I, I remembered the Amalekites whom Saul was told to destroy completely mm-hmm. was one of the few people groups in history that God said completely destroyed. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, at first we look at that and we're like, man, that's just absolutely awful. And that's terrible. Mm-hmm. And why would that happen? And honestly, it's difficult for us to understand because we don't have this eternal perspective and we don't yeah. have this God perspective either. And it wasn't us who were wrong. So it's difficult for us to be able to compare that emotion with what reality is. Yeah. But I think that scene right there gave a good visual of it. When uh, Ramesses son comes in and he just looks at Moses goes, what's he doing here? And all of a sudden we see that not only does uh, this sin pass on from generation to generation, but this uh, hatred against Israel is passed on generation to generation. And it was going to keep being carried on.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a a funny, um, first off, going back to what you were saying. Yeah, a lot of things we have to question, why would a loving God do that? But one thing I like to talk about, for example, with the conquest, the people in the promised land had 440 years to repent, Mm -hmm. you know, and the fact that they were still living in their sinful ways, you know, not living for God. God Mm -hmm. gave them plenty of time. So, yes, we're like, why would God do that? But we also got to be like, God gave them time. And going back to this scene, a common misconception on this scene, because I remember being taught it in Sunday school, Mm -hmm. a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, all the firstborn sons were killed. Well, that's not what Scripture says. This is the one time... Scripture just says the firstborn child. The
2: firstborn, yep. Because
0: I remember in um, Sunday school Wait. when we were talking this, the because ex- I'm the firstborn son in my family. So they were like, oh, yeah, if this happened in today's world and, you know, Jeb's parents didn't do this, Jeb would have been. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I'm glad we don't live in that world. But <laughs> I did research and I'm like, it just says the firstborn child.
3: Yeah. Well, and it says the firstborn of all the animals in all of Egypt's... Exactly. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just the
0: humans. No. Also, they
2: didn't have to put the constellation Orion in this. They didn't have to have an accurate sky depiction there, but they did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And my neighbors are starting target practice. Oh, fun. Oh, gotta love it. Yep. Americans. I know, we're the worst. <laughs> oh, I can man. say that because I know I'm the worst. <laughs> Society tells me that all the time. No, Jeff, this is all Barbara's thoughts. Oh, of course. Yes, of course. Barbara's the worst. <laughs> Barbara's the worst. Freaking Barbara. This scene. There's <laughs> <it
1: was Barbara. laughs> a Markiplier video. <laughs> There's something like we, we saw the first time like ages ago, and we've just mm-hmm. been quoting it back
0: and forth ever since then. We have. you right. That's right. right. <laughs> this is all Barbara's fault. Freaking Barbara. <laughs> Was that the bite of '87? <laughs> oh, 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 hold up. Was that the bite of '87?
2: <laughs> it's. Uh... Ah oh, man, uh, he
0: recreated that recently when he was going through his um replays mm-hmm. of the Five Nights at Freddy's games, and gosh, because originally it was some sh- actual so- chocolate. Oh. Was that the bite of '87? And then now Markiplier present day was like, was that the bite of '87? <laughs> like playing into the meme. Yes. Gosh, I love Markiplier. His <laughs> ah. videos bring me much joy. What time yes, are y'all at right I now? Because uh, I'm getting some choppy signal. I'm um, at one hour seventeen minutes and thirty seconds. Ooh, hey, dude, I'm, I'm at one hour
2: seventeen and five.
0: I'm yeah, same and behind.
2: Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm we're running. on point, Josh. <laughs> but,
0: but so Josh at least and and are, are watching are on, on the same place. <laughs> yeah.
2: We know what's happening together. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what's going on. Yeah. We we're watching on YouTube. Yeah. Yes. you
1: know this is i probably shouldn't say this and i'll probably pay for it but i'm just gonna trust you guys to keep me up to date
0: with what's happening in the movie the singing has started <laughs> steven the singing oh, no. has started oh crap hey yep. Jeb, Jeb, where are you the singing has started okay All right. the most pointless song not pointless because the message behind it's sweet but mm-hmm. this is the song is overused well it's also the only song that's
1: like that takes the focus off of God. And this is what frustrates me sometimes about a lot of God stuff. Because uh, sometimes they'll put like this big emphasis on God performing miracles and then they'll put in this thing about you can make Mm-mm. miracles happen. And yeah, I hate when they do that. It's like you were kicking it so strong for so long and then you flip the script on us.
2: Yeah.
0: But I mean, like, I just, I just hate this because You know how the movie ends doing the reprisal of Deliver Us? Yeah. And it's Mm -hmm. so great and epic and beautiful. You want to know what the sheet music of my song ended on? What? Mm. This song.
2: Uh, Ah. And I'm like... Sorry, buddy. Yeah. I will say, in slight defense of this song, because it's not my favorite, I I like it, um, but it's not one of the ones that I'll listen to actively when I'm listening to the soundtrack. Um, But there is... You know, that that historical context of the Hebrew nation, the Israelites, were aware that God said, when you serve me, as long as you have faith in me, you trust me, you put me first. I am your only God. I will bless you and you will prosper. So there is that perspective of the Hebrews knowing that their belief in God, that their trust in him, is what leads to him blessing them and giving them their prosperity but you know not everyone is going to see that it's going to probably be much more of that what you guys were saying where it's like ah there can be miracles when i believe it's like you're not responsible you didn't have anything to do with it uh,
3: when well, i reckon it's more of a it's more this the song doesn't complete the thought
1: Mm -hmm. yeah because of
3: course our faith is involved with miracles but it's not the source of
1: them right yeah and god can accomplish a miracle regardless of what we do absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. no of
3: course of course i I think that's Um, a better mm -hmm.
1: way to look at it josh
3: yeah but but yeah the song it doesn't take it far enough Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then
0: there's hebrew which i kind (laughs) of understand now okay so fun (laughs) fact
1: about the hebrew this is pulled directly out of exodus Mm -hmm. 15 the song of moses and, and oh that's cool technically oh, that's so it cool. is after uh after they the crossed, israelites have crossed, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. crossed the sea, the yeah. sea. but yeah. i mean it takes three lines which could apply to even this part of the story yeah uh and it just plugs them in and yep yeah, so those are exact scripture being quoted
0: translation uh
1: i had it earlier Let's see if i've
0: still got it that's so good I only passed my Hebrew class. I didn't <laughs> learn it. Because <laughs> what I'm trying to do right now to get a head start and when I have to take Greek this fall because yeah. I'm going through my book and my vocab cards now so I don't mm-hmm. struggle and come the fall. Just, uh, yeah,
3: just, yeah. just
0: uh, figure out third declension and then you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: all right, I will say... I love all of the choral moments in the composition of this soundtrack and the score, and that extends to this one too. <laughs> I love hearing everyone sing. It's like yeah, yeah. It's,
3: it's so good. good. It's so good. Yeah, hearing people sing, mm-hmm. uh, just it does something in our in us. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I'm doing like live, I'm a live mixing scenario. Like, mm-hmm. gotta get those people singing in. Yeah. That's so much. Um, Impact.
1: I can't remember where I found uh, and it's going to take too much effort to find it and I'm lazy
0: That's yeah come definitely. on Stephen we're about to make it to the climax of the movie
1: yeah I'm really yeah. going to be trusting y'all now because my computer died oh, oh just, well they, they just to made to the it sea. to the Red Sea I am. so yeah they just climbed to the Red Sea I am going to be paying very close attention to pick up. Y'all are lying to me. The sea, the sea (laughs) of reeds.
0: (laughs) Ah, yes. They're all happy because they escaped. The little baby's walking. This guy's resting his feet because he's been walking. Made it away from Pharaoh. (laughs) Moses is being a good leader, giving drinks to the elderly. Yeah. Horn, horn, horn! Maybe, maybe, what maybe we happened? <laughs> maybe we shouldn't do a
3: play-by-play because that's just emphasizing that you are about ten seconds ahead of Caspian and I.
0: Yeah, really. <laughs> then he sees Ramesses on the hill and the oh, big oh, dust cloud oh, of all oh, the army, yeah. and Ramesses is <laughs> like,
1: eh! "He's gonna—he's about to do that ridiculous yell, isn't he?"
0: Yeah, there it's, is. the, <laughs> it's the funniest. Oh yell. no, come here, baby Moses. What are we gonna do? Why did we Moses put the baby like, by the cartwheel? <laughs> <laughs> Moses is like, oh no, what do I do? Oh, Where did I oh, put no, that it's baby? Cthulhu. Oh no, <laughs> it's Cthulhu!
2: And then a pillar of fire from God to Can you them. imagine seeing that? Like, not like oh Hebrew, was- Egyptian, either one. You see a literal tornado of fire appear out of nowhere. I don't care who you are or who you believe in. You're not going to have unsoiled undergarments. <laughs> <laughs> That is terrible. Moses was
0: like, oh, no, what should I do? And the people are like, yeah, Moses, what should you
2: do? But I love. And then the Egyptians uh, be like, oh, I'm tripping this fire. Yeah. It's, it's one of those moments where scripture is like, and God was literally there in a pillar of smoke and a pillar of fire. And it's like, yeah. there's, there's no like natural phenomena really getting around that. You're just no. like, yep, okay. there's God. That's there the spirit is. of God right there.
0: Yeah. Here we go. Moses lifts up the staff to the heavens. Yeah, not yet. Now it's lifted. Hey, it's not my fault you're ten seconds behind. Yeah. And then (laughs) Moses uses God's staff.
1: And thus aquariums were created.
0: Uh, For the people at home, I'm not doing this for your entertainment or benefit. I'm making sure Steven is aware of where we are.
2: Which I I appreciate very much. One of the best water visuals in all of cinema. There There we go.
0: (sighs) People at home, if you like this enough, maybe I'll do this for like a few minutes of every movie we do. Just yeah. give the Jeb interpretation.
1: Oh, yeah, the new Jeb version. like those The old... new Jeb version
0: of movies. Because we used to do the these NKB. old videos.
1: You can still find them. There's three of them. Uh, we used to do the new Jeb version where we take a story, and uh, Jeb would have a Bible in front of him, and he would tell it the Jeb style.
0: The Jeb style, which oh, is basically I'm what I'm doing something. now, guys. And the brotherly love between Aaron and Moses was felt, and Aaron head nods to the people and was like, follow me! And yeah. Miriam and Zephora were like, yeah, let's go! Let's go,
1: guys. We're gonna get across, and after we get across and watch God do cool stuff, we're gonna make a giant uh, golden cow. uh,
2: Also, I'd like to give a quick disclaimer to anyone who wants to go and read the biblical story. If you haven't read the biblical story, um, the movie version is much more cinematic and beautiful of Moses just slamming the staff down and then just ah water parts. In the Bible, Moses stands there for like eight hours, just
0: lifts up his hand, just preaching to the Red Sea. It's much less dramatic. And here we see the people of Israel going through the world's first aquarium. <laughs> I <laughs> yep. made that joke. I made, th- I always I make think- that joke.
1: I made that joke. Uh, Steven,
0: Steven did,
3: Steven did get that before you, Jeb. Well, I <laughs> always make that joke. I just didn't, I just didn't laugh at either
0: time. So oh. I'm not really oh. sure who wins, but. <laughs> and they're still walking through the Red Sea, looking at the aquarium. Good. Okay, good to know.
1: What, what animals should we see? Jeff Goldblum
0: seeing? is uh, adding <laughs> the camel. The camel. Oh, Camels aren't animals. in aquariums. You guys
1: are liars.
0: <laughs> and then Ramis, the pillar of fire is descending and Ramses is like oh wait, 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 wait. He's, doing, he's about to do his Voldemort okay. yell. Let's do it.
2: Can we also <laughs> appreciate the Egyptians after seeing that? After the plagues? After the sea being parted? They're still like no, we got okay, this. We should totally it, yeah. keep
1: pursuing this. I mean, they got they got behind on something.
0: I love how I'm now going to refer to Ray Fines yell as the Voldemort yell. Yeah. And then all the horses and men are like, ah! and now they're charging after Israel. And Moses is like, oh crap, gotta go. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah! and then the Egyptians are like, ah! and Moses is like. Ah! <laughs>
1: what I love is like every, every time you do a yell, your phone clips out and it just gets really quiet.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> and the egyptian pressure activates.
0: Yeah, that's it. It's just it's just just put a gate on, on his And then welcome. gods <laughs> like, yeah. okay, your time's up and closes the Red Sea. Like, oh. And that and that and that and one Ramsey's part. The Red Sea is about to yell
2: again. Ramsay's yeah. just, the Ramsey's just got Kamehameha mad. I,
3: I mean, look, bro. You thought you could uh, hold back the Red Sea? You were freaking wrong.
0: Here you go. And then the Red Sea closes. And Moses holds a little child and is like, "Are you okay?"
2: Like. We're all aware that, like, water, like, open ocean, open sea is one of the most, like, awing sort of just natural things in the world. Like, seeing the, like, because you have no way to control it. You cannot move it. You can't direct it. It does what it does. And to see literally the hands of God part the ocean and then just let it collapse back on itself, like... That is just an incredibly terrifying and awe-inspiring visual. And it becomes the moment
1: pretty that God is remembered for.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: he and,
1: oftentimes references Oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's it.
3: I Throughout the rest of the history, the God that delivered yeah. you from Egypt. And, and
0: I thought about this the other day. Like, yes, I hate that Israel disobeyed and had to wander around for 40 years. Yeah. But because of that wandering around, that event spread. Mm-hmm because uh, because they wandered around the event of what god did to egypt spread to where people were afraid of god Mm -hmm. because to even rahab becoming a part of the tribe of israel yep knowing from her faith of what god can do and she was Mm -hmm. it was her fear was of awestruck of um reverence when everyone Mm -hmm. else was just terrified to be terrified and was like yeah. this god could come after us now because we are not serving
2: him and yep. they had
0: 40 years to change their way and they still didn't
2: nope they had four extra decades of time because the people of god decided to be stupid again immediately after being delivered and it's how, like
0: how far is sinai
1: from um jericho don't ask me geography questions i'm just gonna I... give you a blank stare
0: i heard it's it was a ways like... It's a ways, but not 40 years. No, 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 no it's no, like no, two no, weeks, no, no. I think. It's like, yeah, two weeks. like imagine if it only happened two weeks. No one would have known. I mean, they would have, no. people would have known what happened after they, you know, they went yeah. with the conquest, but because God did it the way they did, mm-hmm. people still had, like Caspian said, four decades to change okay, because of what. So- so here they they reprise the Hebrew. Oh wait wait wait, Josh Josh, hold up! I I got this. Now they're singing oh and hooray and victory and Zipporah <laughs> looks at Moses and like, "Your people are mm-hmm. free now." And Moses is like, yep. "Yeah, they are." <laughs> I'm Like <laughs> free to wander in the desert. Hey, remember? <laughs> he,
1: remember he he was a, he was a desert hick for a few years, a good forty mm-hmm. years. So he's probably like, "Yeah, yeah. he is.
0: He's free." Yeah. And then they're at Sinai, which we don't really <sighs> cover the story. No. And then a beautiful picture of the mountain and the clouds oh, swirling. And the and, reprise of Us." Yep. Yeah. Moses has the tablets. Look at all. Super saying that he is. Walking down the mountain. What? I said that's four. Oh, oh yeah. Four. Walking down the mountain. <laughs> I just feel like all he's got a
3: white beard now or something. Uh, What was I going to say? Oh, and also another
2: thing to think about, too, is they have 40 years additionally to wander a desert, no longer slaves of Egypt, which means that's potentially an additional two generations of people being born.
0: Mm -hmm. They multiplied their numbers
2: exponentially. So when you talk about this people coming out of Egypt and then wandering into the Promised Land and being able to confront as many people as they did, you have to remember, they added a lot of people in that time. All no nope. gosh i love yeah, zimmer's something. music when he yeah. does that
0: because and the lion king it does that too like he'll do this big mm-hmm. bombastic yep. you know orchestral thing and then close it off with the done <sighs> all right guys so that was prince of egypt guys any final thoughts of the movie before we wrap things up
2: I still love it. It's still great, one of my favorite movies film. of all time. Really, really great film. <laughs> I
0: love this movie. And there he is, the man, the myth, the legend, Hans Zimmer, a uh, score composed. But yes, Can I, can I uh,
2: discount Steven Schwartz as the lyricist, too? Phenomenal. Yes. Completely missed one of
1: my notes. First time ever. I did not complete my notes. I didn't get to do my Monty Python quote at the beginning. Oh, I didn't fit for you. Oh, I'm
2: being
0: repressed. <laughs> and I have well, a personal spot. I'm being that. Well, that's what you get for leaving me in charge, Stephen, A guy who doesn't take notes and just wing it. Yeah, but Je- <laughs> Josh, I expected you to help police Jeb a little bit. I mean, I don't know why you thought that. <laughs> it's Jeb, dude. <laughs> to those listening, I mean, let me know. Let us know if you want me to host more episodes like this. Because being the co-host that I am, I deserve that right. But guys, thank you so much. I hope mm-hmm. y'all enjoyed. I have to be careful not to do my uh Uh, youtube outro which is what i was about to do but we just can we just kick him out of the meeting now i I mean i gotta get back to narnia now
2: so like we are
0: just a couple of guys who like talking through movies so guys we hope you come Mm -hmm. back for more bye guys bye there's there's four of us
1: i can literally remove him right now watch this
0: (laughs) i mean if you remove me i'm just gonna go to
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay.
2: That was great. I'm That's still recording. <laughs> uh, no, sorry. I got to go back perfect. into the wardrobe now. I got to get back to Narnia. So. Uh, okay, oh, okay. Well,
1: uh, let's right. see. Um, yeah, here we go.
0: There you go. What up, right. Josh?
3: I said what, what up? What up? Just you and me now. Yeah. Just Are you still recording? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay I'll make sure I won't say anything too incriminating.
1: Well, you see, what I was going to do was